0: If you have not followed his Triple H Horse Racing Podcast, you're missing out. It's one of the best podcasts in the country. Welcome to Saratoga Today on the HHH Racing Podcast for July 23rd. I am your host, Kyle Roscoe, and I bet you had never seen me behind that intro before, guys. But welcome in, everybody. It's going to be an absolutely Great day. You have the shoe V today with a very challenging pick five. And granted the shoe V is only four horses, but we will talk about that very quickly and get into the late pick five to go through for you guys at Saratoga today. As you see, scrolling on the bottom of the screen, you see the boss man's uh, email H Kravitz at gmail.com. Please send him with any questions, comments, or concerns. He'll get back to you very quickly for, um, For anybody below the video player, please comment in the live chat next to us. We are going to have a big discussion for what's going on today. Um, All of you guys, I'm sure, have looked at the PPs already. The scratches will come out probably about mid-show. So if you guys see the scratches come through, please let me know, and we'll go through the scratches uh, based on the picks that we have on the screen. But, yeah, comment in the live chat because we're going to go through this together. Um, And you see the next live shows here for – uh, the podcast this coming week is Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern with me, Patrick, and Charlie. It is betting and boozing at 9 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday, and Howard, Pete, and Paul go for it. Uh, the flagship show Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. But guys, good morning, everybody. It's absolutely going to be a great day. It's a great day to make some money and to crush your bets. So Let's get through this, guys. But real quick, we'll just go through, if you're an audio listener, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchors, where we post all of our three or every single show that we do. Those are our three main audio platforms. Go subscribe, like, and review there. And two things for real quick. The uh, Saratoga-only Power Picks are live for next weekend. They'll be live Monday through Thursday on our website at hhhracingpodcast.com. If you go to that uh, hhhracingpodcast.com, go to the top, go to the Power Picks tab. And you'll see it all come through um, on the screen there, whether you're a, a current regular Power Pick subscriber or not, uh, hhhracingpodcast.com. But then for the normal Power Picks, well, you'll get two other tracks every single Saturday, other than Saratoga this this summer. Please go ahead and do it. Um, it's an absolutely fantastic tip sheet, very affordable, four dollars a weekend and fifteen ninety nine a month. This is the way Patreon bills it, but. Uh, We're at 2.34 ROI, which is 34 cents above the national, uh, above uh, profit, the profit line, and then 74 cents above the national average. So, guys, these are two fantastic tip sheets. Again, HHHRacingPodcast.com for the Saratoga Power Picks and Patreon.com slash HHHRacingPodcast for the normal Power Picks. But, guys, going to go through some comments real quick here, then we'll get into basically because Patrick's with me today, and he dropped out. Uh, I don't know if he's having connection answers or what, but we'll go through. Bill Kelly, I don't think I've seen your name before in any of the podcast shows. Thanks so much for joining the show, my friend. Greatly appreciate it. Philip Conti is here. Top of the morning to you, my friend. Let's have a good day today. Steven Grudner, thanks so much for joining the show. Again, another one that I don't think I've seen normally on the podcast. So if, you are, if you're brand new, hit that subscribe button, guys. We go over tracks every single weekend through two separate shows. Steven, thanks so much for joining the show, man. Greatly appreciate it. Michael Austin says good morning. Howard's giving him shit for being on different podcasts. It's uh, all great, all great this morning. Racing down winds here. Thanks so much for joining the show, my friend Mike Monroe. Thanks so much for joining the show, man. Another one that we haven't seen, guys. Thanks so much for joining the show. Greatly, greatly appreciate. And there is some very nice baby races today. And to uh, Stephen Gretner's point, it's always an t- opportunity to have another IRAD day. But uh, we will go over one of the baby races in here that is race six. So be uh, be on the lookout for that give me one second and then let's see had a choppy day yesterday looking to do better than that today pencil is sharp yeah um i was actually able to hit the um the double wet paint into a credit that paid almost four to one hit it for 50 so that got me out for for the rest of the day but um you know like i said i played eight bets the entire day hit one got me out for the day and so be it you know you got to hit you got to string some together to be able to make some profit, but. Was just happy to make it out even on the day after a rough one. Bob Bogdan, thanks so much for doing the show, man. Any thoughts on the first race? Unfortunately, we're not going over the first race today, as that's uh the other baby race on the grass, I believe. Um, we won't be going over that because that's gonna be for our power pick subscribers. So um, anyone that is a power pick subscriber for Saratoga today, you will get that uh those baby race analysis. Unfortunately, Bob, we gotta we gotta mix it up going you know, paid to non-paid, but we will be going over the sixth race again. Like I said, which is the other baby race today. Richard Averar is also here. Very good day yesterday. Betting. See, that's the game. That's why we play it. That's why we love it is because, um, you know, some people have great days. Some days, some people don't, but that's just the way, obviously the cookie crumbles, but congratulations, Richard, having a great day. So that's awesome. And I told Howard Friday, bet Scotland. I told him, I should have told him too, because I loved, uh, I loved uh, Scotland in that race. I my favorite pastime for uh, this this summer and this spring has been to bet against Blazing Sevens. So, and actually, Bob uh, Howard just posted in the chat right here his comments on uh, the first race. So uh, he says the, the Clement Six is working great at a price. The three and nine could be live. Listen to Maggie and the paddock to hear their thoughts pre-race and look where the money is going. Bob, realistically, in these baby races. You got to look where the money is flowing and because, um, but in both the win pool and the prob the double pool. So, always watch the board in those types of races, guys. We're gonna go, I'm gonna start going here. Patrick is having a little bit of technical difficulties. If you, he'll give me a thumbs up when he's good to go, but um, we're gonna get going here for a little bit real quick. So, uh, let's see, getting the picks up here. All right, there we go. So the first race that we're talking about is race number six. It is made in special weight, 136.5, which is lucrative purses out in Saratoga. As we all know, six furlongs on the dirt for two-year-old fillies. And it draws a full field of 10 with and also eligible in the number 11 ringy dinghy. The morning line favorite is the number 10 camera for Irad and Pletcher. And let me tell you guys, just looking at the workout stuff for this race, The 10 looks very, very live in this spot. You can see our picks on the bottom of the screen. Like I said, Patrick's having a little bit of technical difficulties. So we will get to him when he gets here, as he was the one that did the Saratoga power picks for you guys today. So we'll bring him in in a second. But I'm going to bring up the PPs right now, and we'll go over why we like the number 10 camera. So um, bringing it up, there's number 10 on your screen right now. Camera Eclipse Thoroughbreds I read Todd Pletcher. Um, obviously the connections. This baby was sold for one one million fifty thousand dollars at the August sale in 22 as uh as a yearling. So, I mean, this horse just has really she has everything going for her in that last work on July 15th. Uh, she worked in company with another Pletcher horse on the inside and was able to draw off by about two. To, I think three lengths is what the clocker report said. And it's very hard for those of you that don't know about the DRF clocker report. um, It's very hard to get A's on the report if you're unless you're like a, a massive stakes horse preparing for like the Haskell or something like that. And you run an absolute lights out workout. Um, she's been getting B pluses all over the place. And like I said, that last one was something that was very eye catching. I, watched the, I was able to watch the workout as well. And like I said, just the way she was able to draw off while in company it was just everything that I needed to see from an Ired and Pletcher. But like I said, this is going to be the one that you're going to want to look at the board as well as obviously the start's the pick five. So we will have the opportunity to look where the money is going. I have the number nine, uh, Sam's Treasure for Ward and Jose Ortiz in second um, this horse, she got like a good trip last time out, but just kind of chased everybody around, never really put in that kind of really punch move in the top, at the top of the stretch. Maybe it's because she didn't want the turf, but I mean, Malibu Munnings, obviously Munnings can run on all surfaces. She's been working decently on the dirt. So as a work over the track at Saratoga, even though the time wasn't very good, um, it was still rated pretty decently. It was a B as in boy on the, um, on the report she said that she worked kind of mainly solo but just doing it very maintenance you know very maintenance work up until this point so she should be ready to go hopefully sam's treasure can get the trip that she's looking for but um obviously like I so said, we'll look for the scratches and changes as bob points out jose's out until wednesday after he took that fall um i believe on friday if i'm not mistaken so thank you bob i appreciate that um I appreciate you commenting in the chat, but looking through the chat right now, Michael Austin obviously the spread in this race is going to be um, the the what's on tap for this race. He says two, three, six, nine, ten will be the uses for him in the uh, pick five. As Mike Patrick has something very similar um, on there, and actually speaking of Patrick, there he is.
1: What's going Gotta on? Gotta love. Got to love the technical difficulties uh, two seconds before the show. Well, yeah, of course. That's the way it goes.
0: But anyway, I'll send it over to you as you're supposed to be the man involved in this one. Anything that I didn't state on camera. Obviously, I didn't know if you could hear me or not, but you have the number two, number 10 camera on top. And then we'll go to the Asmussen horse, which is number two.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I heard what you were talking about with Camera. I mean, the horse is working well, and you know, we look at Pletcher and Irad; they, they've been money so far at the meet with uh, first-time starters, and they've been bet like crazy. So, I mean, yep. I don't know if I don't I don't know if I caught you saying that this horse is not going to be five to two. Uh, these odds are gonna, probably going to be pretty low. Um, but this, my second choice, uh, the two, the Asmussen horses you have as, uh, Oh, sorry. No, you don't have the two. uh, to, the two, you know, I expect improvement with this horse. Uh, the buyer speed figure came back, uh, you know, smaller than, or lower than, you know, expected, I would say. Um, so we'll see. Um, but, uh, Asmussen showed off a, a good two-year-old yesterday and this horse has been showing some pretty decent works. So I think could be dangerous.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, this is the one that that race experience really can help. Um, he was on the, he drew the tattoo last time in a six horse field was on the inside, just kind of, kind of faded back. The winner was uh, Saratoga secret was right outside of him and that, or right outside of her. God damn it. See, for those of you that don't know, every time misgender a horse, it's basically just me and Paul at this point, but uh, we take a drink. Obviously this is not betting and boozing and it's nine and it's nine thirty in the morning. So we're not drinking yet but cheers to everybody out there that might have a beverage in their hand but um please like said she's just on the inside it's very hard for 2 year olds to be on the inside and honestly the reason I don't have her in there is I think that's where she might be again and going a little bit farther um half a furlong farther I don't know if that really lends to her what she wants to do especially on the inside so but definitely a use there's a lot of horses in here in my opinion that are uses um, I also talked about the nine a little bit, Patrick, but feel free to go through and then we'll go through the chat a little bit and move on to the next race.
1: Yeah, I'll just hit on. I I, I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, Wesley Ward's taking a first time first time starter last out um, from the turf to the dirt. I feel like if anything, it'd be the opposite with him. So I feel like he has his pulse on what this horse prefers. So I think this horse could um, could be dangerous first time on the turf on the dirt.
0: Yeah. And Trish Smith, thanks so much for doing the show. Good to see your name in the chat. Uh, Sam's treasure is very interesting in this spot. Great pie and power. Number two, they like second time out. I love that she draws the outside. I think if she can sit a nice trip with hose with, I don't know if it's going to be Jose board, whoever yeah, it is. Off his yeah, that's what I, yeah. Okay. That's what I figured. And someone pointed that at, Bob pointed out in the chat as well. So whoever's on that horse, hopefully can get hit, get her into a good position. Um, the other horse that's interesting, in my opinion, and I will move on. Actually, I have two. The number six, love to eat for Mike Maker. Get it like he's very even late, but that was going five on the you know, on a little bit with cut in the ground. So I'm hoping fast and firm or fast basically on the dirt. I think if she if she's able to sit in behind, she showed that she can pass a little bit last time, even though it's just tired. I think if she if there's a fast pace in front of her. I feel like love to eat's one that's could be that could be coming from the back. And number eight, loves joy. Um, racing down wins says, Don't forget the eight. Charles B. says, I like the eight. Smoke this field. Bill Mott's obviously not known to key up his first-time starters, but the workout report's been pretty decent. I believe they've B minuses for these past two, and then B's, I believe the B was the last one. Just very, very maintenancey. Like Bill Mott's just kind of rearing her up to get her ready for this spot as we all like i said we all know that bill Mott is not known for keying up his first time starters but this is definitely one that could run really well and i think you definitely have to use her in this spot i'm going 10 nine six. patrick's going 10 to 9. guys moving on to the next race as i bring up the next the next entries it is starter allowance twenty thousand going seven furlongs on the dirt for four-year-olds and up a field of nine for this spot the morning favorite is the number two Colonel Bowman for six to five for Ira Ortiz. And so far in this meet, as Patrick pointed out to me as well before the show, a pretty cold David Jacobson, who has been, I think over 10 this meet so far, but I switch over the PPs and Patrick is going a different way than me entirely in this race with the number six Lord captain for a rider That's yet to be named. And Linda Rice.
1: Yeah, that's kind of, a little bit of a dagger, not getting Jose there. But my my theory on this is Linda Rice has been hitting, you know, at an all-time rate right now. It's incredible, hitting at 32% so far up, up at Saratoga, which is unbelievable. She's placing her horse as well. And I just think in a spot where you have the two, uh, Colonel Bowman, who is, is far and away the class of the field, You're looking at buyer speed figures and stuff like that, should sit a nice trip. I, I just – it scares me that David Jacobson's been so cold and this horse is going to be so low on the board when I have the six in um, Lord Captain who is going to be a decent price and is four for four in his last four races. So I, the horse is going to have to improve, but I don't see why it can't with Linda Rice.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's the right, right? – I mean this horse has won four – his last four races – So getting claimed by Linda for 40 and getting put into starter allowance company. I mean, that's what you're hoping for, right? You're hoping for the Linda improve. And if, if this horse can, if Lord captain can show it and get a good trip, I think the six is definitely interesting. Patrick Lee said, as you're the man, you're going through your picks. I'll just give my two cents at the end. Number two, Colonel Bowman morning line, six to five favorite. As I, I pointed out this out to you before the show, but. No matter, I mean, hot pace, cold pace, medium pace, out in the parking lot, it doesn't matter. This horse just seems to always put in his run after a really nice win last time out at Belmont, and optional claiming company.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if he, he, he what he's won, he's on six of his last seven. I mean, if he, you know, runs anything similar to those races, he, he's going to win by open lengths. So I, I firmly believe that, but I I just, I need to see David Jacobson win a race first with a low odds horse and then i will start to bet his horses because i i i'm not putting money on a horse that's going to be six to five if not lower and you know with a with a trainer that's oh for 10 well
0: right and there's your value right there's the value perspective on it is you know this the trainer has been ice cold the entire time or the entire time it's been two weekends but you know the he's been cold so far this horse is going to be odds on if not under odds on um the only other one I think is really going to take money is the number 5 Carmel Chip which we'll talk about in a second but um I mean like like I said this horse puts in his run every single time he's 5 out of his last or out 6 out of his last 7 excuse me um doesn't matter the pace in front of him he'll always put in his run and it seems like if he gets a clean trip the two the two holes are a little bit interesting for this horse but if he sits the trip he'll he should realistically go by everybody but we'll see as it goes but Carmel chip the number five horse is the other really interesting one in this spot for me and i think you'll probably get at least at least five to two on this horse um last the last again just one one speak to you in this spot but has been written one winning really well against starter uh starter company
1: yeah. And, you know, this horse um, has been rolling, you know, in these types of races, to be honest, uh, you know, tried the two turns at uh, Monmouth, um, at, which I don't know really if he liked. Um, so I, I just think, you know, it turns back to its preferred distance. And uh, this horse could be, you know, logical to um, the two and, you know, my six.
0: Yeah. And this honestly, other than the two, um, this is definitely the next logical one. And this one gives you a lot more value, in my opinion. Then a four to five favorite. This horse will probably be at least five to two. Carmel Chip just he makes his own trips, right? He's a horse that no matter where the post is, if he's on the rail, he sits back a little bit. If he's on the outside, he's able to take up the leaders, press them. So this is a horse that's very tactical, makes his own trip. And if Carmel Trip can Carmel Chip, not trip, I said trip too much. Don't trip. Uh, don't. <laughs> All right, there's there's a teacher joke for the for the day, Howard. There you go. Um, but if on the outside expect him to be close to the pace, and with the enough tactical speed that that Carmel Chip has, I expect him to put in his good run at the top of the stretch, and definitely could be good enough. Uh, one more horse that I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk. We'll talk about two more horses here, real quick. Um, the boss says don't sleep on the rail horse. Back numbers that fit. Flavin will be aggressive from the rail. This horse is definitely going to go out to the lead, Howard. I agree with you from the rail back numbers. These in 89s, 90s, and the allowance and optional claiming company at Aqueduct earlier this year. Definitely fit. It's just a matter of um he hasn't been doing his best running as of late, although this last Belmont race was not bad with that 87. So Little Demon definitely fits in the spot. And I like um, as long as Flavian is aggressive with this horse, I like um. I like this horse in general although the the trainer off the claim is not very good that's the only downside to that horse and then charles b says the number eight royal trist is interesting this is one that's definitely if this uh royal trist is the one if the pace completely melts which i'm not sure if there's enough speed in this race but if the race completely melts royal trist is definitely gonna be one to pick up the pieces but it's just a matter of he just seems kind of slow on paper but like I said, if everyone goes out there, um, it dies out. That's definitely one that'll pick up the pieces for sure. Derek Poya. Thanks so much for the He The scratches are up by Sterling. So let me, um, let me refresh and get those going for you guys. One second. The DRF has been horrible lately. Yep. Like mine just,
1: just... Cra- mine just crashed too. So I figured that connection to at... issues. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So... I'm, I'm looking at the scratches too. Um, You know, Lascano looks like it's going to take most of um, the rides from Jose today, from Jose Ortiz, I should say. So that you're going to get that Um, the seventh race, you know, got four scratches in there. None of which it looks like our top three choices are going to be, I guess. So uh,
0: who's scratched in the seventh race?
1: Oh, we got three, four, seven and nine. So actually you're seven and third.
0: Okay. So Amani's Eagle is out. Did you say the four two? Four, seven, and nine, yes. Okay. So Lord Gatling is out. The number seven, Glory Road, who I liked as a horse to pick up the pieces, um, is out. So that will take out that will negate my pick. And then the on. So thank you, Howard. I appreciate you putting them in. So the also eligible from the first race is out, but all 10 babies get in. Uh three, four, seven, and nine as we just talked about. We will talk about the scratches for the next race um as we get to it but that's i'm going two five, two five um let's see you know what? for the boss man i'll go 251 for the boys and patrick is going 625 guys moving on to the 8th race here as i switch the equibase numbers right now and i see your chat jake i'll get to you in 1 second give me let me switch this over real quick and this is $32,000 claiming race Going mile and a sixteenth on the turf course for four-year-olds for Phillies and mares four-year-olds and upward draws a full field of a eleven in the spot and a very very lukewarm favorite in the number ten Cafe Fleur off the layoff for Chad Chad Brown and Irad Ortiz Jr. As I switch over the picks right now, me and Patrick I'm we're on the same wavelength there. I mean I I threw the Chad in in third, but I didn't like. She just looked very slow to me. And for I'll go over something real quick that I notice a lot. Phillies and Mares don't really progress as they get older, as the Colts do. You can look f- a lot of times for you know Colts to make a big jump from three to four, four to five. Phillies and mayors, they kind of don't they they don't get that punch as the, they can definitely improve, but a lot of the times as Colts, you know, Colts get bigger. As they get older, it's not necessarily the same for Phillies, but me, I thought I was going to be a little sneaky with this horse at nine to two morning line. I thought I had a little bit of an inkling to kind of give you a little bit of crap, but you're right with me, my friend. Number four tasks for uh, not Jose Ortiz and uh, Philip Antonucci.
1: Yeah, you know, I just thought this decision to uh, drop this horse last time, you know, into the claiming ranks after, you know, running somewhat decent in in a three uh, stakes races um, was just, you know, kind of interesting. Maybe being realistic with the seven-year-old, but um, I just – I wasn't a fan of that. So I think in this spot, um, the, you know, the, staying at the same level, she should be, you know – ready to run and um, trainer Philip Antonacci has been hot to start the Saratoga meet with winning with two of his three mounts. So uh, I think this horse um, should run well today.
0: Yeah. And there's no drop from the claiming price puts him in for the same exact or puts her in for the same exact. um, I was saying him as Philip Antonacci, that was stupid Um, puts her in for the same price, seven years old, but still running that low eighties buyer, which I think could be good enough to win this race, especially from the company that she's faced in her past um, I think the four number four tasks and I actually have to switch um, the scratches for this race are the number one and the number six so I'm gonna have to switch that pick as well um, I just think she's really interesting if she runs back to that low 80s buyer I think it's definitely good enough to win uh, Jake I'll touch touch on your thing real quick Jake Stern thanks for joining the show my man greatly appreciate it what's up guys new to horse betting when you say you're taking money it depends on what you want to do, right? So if you're more of a follow the money better, the ho- taking money means that the horse is getting lower and lower in odds. So like, let's say Tass is nine to two on the screen right now, morning line, and she goes off at three to one, right? That horse would be taking money as it's being bet below what the um, person that makes the form. In this case, it's David Aragona, uh, what he thinks the horse will go off at at post time. So Um, when, yeah, that's what, when a horse is taking money, a lot of the times I, I call them knowers, but, um, if more money goes on the horse, that might mean that the horse is more likely to win, but you do get paid out less. So it just kind of depends if you're looking for more, you know, more of a price, more, you know, higher odds horse in that race, or you're looking for the horse that's taking the money like me. And you like to bet the favorite to make your money, so it just depends on what you want to do. But thanks so much for joining the show, Jake. I hope that answered your question. But Patrick, go bond, We'll go on with your horses here. The number eleven, Peace Seeker, who I also thought was really interesting. This horse I might put in my uh, into my third spot, but I'm not sure. I gotta I gotta look at some stuff. But what do you like most about Peace Seeker? Peace Seeker.
1: Yeah. So with Peace Seeker, you know, eight year old has been facing tougher. You know, going to drop down in this one. Um, you know, she she just might want more distance, is what concerns me the most. But, you know, with this mm-hmm. drop down, she fits. So it's just um the outside draw she might have to deal with. But I, I just think this drop down is, like I said, a good spot for her. And um she's she's been some pretty decently long shots uh in her last four what five races. So she's going to be, you know, probably five or six to one. I'd say she might get bet in here a little bit, uh, especially with a lot of speed signed on. And then I'll hit my hit on my eight because that's also my angle. Um, the eight's yep. going to be co- running from deep. Um, you know, it, she's coming off a, a little bit of a, uh, off a short layoff. So it's like, what do I expect? I, I could just see this horse running late under Flavi and Pratt, uh, for trainer, Peter Walder. Um, and I just think that, that that's, that's you know, that's my angle with the eight.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that, I mean, she kind of put in a very even run last time. Not really gave it any response, but um, these, those optional claimings at Goldstream definitely fit. She looks a little slow on figures, but um, if she gets the right setup, she can definitely be running late for Lucky Peridot. The number 10 is what I have in third this is the chad brown irad ortiz like i said this horse she ran really good races last year at aqueduct in saratoga i mean lo- losing by 3 quarters in a 35 non-winners of 3 and then winning the non-winners of 3 so she loses that condition so now she goes to open and company but um if ha- chad has this horse ready which as we all know chad off of whatever layoff it doesn't matter um the ten could definitely be live Geez, excuse me. Wow. Um, but the ten could definitely be live, but i th- I don't know if there's enough speed for her to close into. And the Saratoga Turf Horse hasn't been too kind uh to horse coming from the back and being that far outside, realistically speaking. But the one other horse that um it interested me was, I believe, um shoot, I gotta uh, the number six was the uh, well, the six is scratch, so that doesn't matter um i'm trying to think of which horse it was the number seven was another horse that interested me for brendan walsh uh those those back numbers 21 this horse has been off a year layoff they like said the the 79s definitely fit in this spot and this horse has been working well enough coming over from turf Wake has a tr has run over the oklahoma um on the turf course ran at one o at one minute four it was more of a maintenance workout i believe from reports so just hoping that our Kelly Kim is most likely who I'll put in third to put in a good run if there's enough speed in front of him, so I'm going for four ten seven now, and Patrick's going four eleven eight. So I'm looking through the chat real quick to see Charles B says looks more of the 10. Four horse looks like one turn, yeah, and like I said the I don't the four horse definitely but these back numbers here are colonial. And mm-hmm. Saratoga mile, these ho- these numbers definitely fit as well. So I don't think the horse is necessarily dead one turn um, just because of other races in the past, like at Aqueduct as well. And Belmont seven furlongs. I think she's I almost think she's better, too. It could even be better going longer. I think the mile, um, the mile on the 16th definitely suits her coming from these races at Colonial and Saratoga and Aqueduct last year. I mean, grade three, she's losing by four to Evy jets. Who's a very nice horse. So I think if she puts in her normal run second off that layoff for Antonacci now, I think let Tass is definitely live, but if you're playing this, however you play it, good luck. But guys, we're switching over to race nine here. We're going to go through these pretty quickly. And obviously we don't do tickets on Saratoga today because we don't want to give away all of Patrick's plays <laughs> for Today, But race number nine, as I switch over entries now, it is an allowance optional claiming 45,000 going seven furlongs on the dirt for for New York breads. And it, it is a field of eight in this spot. The morning line favorite, again, pretty, a pretty lukewarm favorite in the number two big engine for Sayas and maker. Good to see size back at Saratoga. And I'm switching over the picks right now. Patrick, my top pick, you don't even have anywhere, but you're going with or no, the number five majority partners, the favorite guys. I'm sorry. That's it's all right. It's good. I, I was looking. I'm like, oh, swing and a, swing and a miss, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the number number five majority partner is a nine to f- a pretty heavy nine to five favorite for Linda Rice and Lascano. We are on the ball today at 10 in the morning. But Patrick, go ahead. And talk about why you like majority partner.
1: Yeah, I mean, majority partners faced you know uh, tough tougher company, you know, open company, I should say, lately. Um, so now it's going to drop, like you said, into a uh, state uh, state bred spot, and you know, we could all look at this as like you know a negative kind of thing, you know, like you know, Linda Rice has kind of given up a little bit on this horse, but she's doing everything right, like I stated on one of the horses I like in the earlier races. Um, so I I just think this one, you know, is going to be bet and um. Is got the speed and sh- should sit, you know, a solid trip, and has been training tremendously. So, um I, I think Majority Partners going to be tough to beat. She's definitely
0: going to be the. Uh, he is definitely going to be the favorite. I just, I'm, I'm done. I said I don't she care. too. So I'm gonna. All right, we're we're on the we're on the ball, boys. Let's go. Um, but Majority Partners easily the class of this field. She's faced horses like Celestial Moon. Colonel Bowman, who we talked about before. Um, I mean, just very nice horse after very nice horse. So uh, she'll definitely be, I said she again. he'll be, he'll definitely be a deserved morning line favorite. There is other speed in this race, but he has survived hot paces before and stuck around. Um, Realist in a one in a hot pace in the aqueduct at aqueduct this winter, but hasn't really shown enough to where this one one he had a perfect trip that day on the outside but again triple digit buyer will definitely win in this spot so majority partner is definitely your most likely winner but i went other places but there's definitely other horses that are interesting in the spot including the number two big engine for mike maker who you have in second
1: yeah you know gets claimed from linda rice um ran solid on debut for in it for the maker born um there's you know there's not a lot of speed in this race so I because I, I do expect big engine to come from off the pace um, but definitely fits in this group um, so I think big engine's got a shot.
0: Yeah, big engine definitely has a shot. He'll definitely be just off the pace setters, um, and you know claiming from Linda Rice is not. I mean we all know it's not an easy feat, but it's claimed by Maker, mm-hmm. so I don't necessarily have too much. Uh, and for Michael Dub, I might add. So the connections are there for this horse. Puts back right back in the same exact race that he was in before uh, the state bred optional forty five. So um, and lost to Defuski Island, who ran yesterday and ran pretty well yesterday, yeah. losing second to um, I can't think of his name right now. But I had the horse on top. Mm-hmm. So if you played Saratoga Power Picks yesterday, was that good for you? But, was that assertive? Uh, accretive, yeah. Accretive,
1: accretive. accretive. assertive. Assertive.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, you on the accretive. same way on the same wavelength, yeah. But um, these 92s definitely fit. Um, coming off of the Linda Rice bar and the maker, as I said, I don't have any problem with that. He is 8, but should be – if he runs back to that low 90s buyer, again, that's going to be good enough to be competitive in this field. And the number four is who you have in third. I had no I, – I don't know what to do with him, to be honest. Adiamo Afirenze was running in the Withers, the champagne won the funny side last year at Saratoga by one, by five and a half. And obviously that's a state, a state bred steak, but I mean, he, he had a lot of promise and just really has not shown it at all.
1: Yeah. You hit on it. Look at the, you know, you look at the previous races. I mean, this horse was, you know, people were getting excited about this horse up at Saratoga at this time, uh, last year. Uh, and this horse has not run a race yet that would win this, um, but has speed, um, Gets uh, Lasix for the first time if that's, you know, which could be dangerous. Um, And, you know, could honestly get the early jump on uh, majority partner um, with the early speed. So I'm going to have this horse on my tickets just because I don't want to be beat, but uh, has to improve. Just to me, he
0: just looks very slow. And we know as you if you play the races a lot and you've been playing since at least last year, you'll know this horse for sure. This Adyama Frenze was bet, I mean, he was bet to 6-1 to one in the Champagne. Like, I mean, this horse had a lot of stuff going for him and just never never really has shown it. I guess the big thing with, with Adyama Frenze, he's never shown it in open company. So you'll see on the forum here, these S's are state-bred. So these are all state-bred races. You'll see wins in New York, New York main special eight by four. Goes to the Sanford, loses by three and three quarters. Okay, that's not that bad. Goes to, go to the side Steaks, State Bread, wins by five and a half. Champagne, Open Company, not even, not close. New York Bread, for, New, the New York Breeder Fruturity, loses by a nose to Acoustic Avenue. Then goes Double Open Company, 13 and 26 and a half lengths. Goes back to Steak Bread Company, only loses by a half to Looms Boldly, who's a really nice horse, obviously named for his namesake, but, and then goes back to open company again and loses by 10. So if they want to play that angle, um, Adyama Frenze should be live in the spot, realistically speaking. But yeah. there, I think there's a lot of horses that are just frankly, just faster than him. So, um, I looked a different way to my top pick oceans reserve for Leah uh, Germart, I believe is how you say that name. And Javier Castellano, um, looks a little slow on paper. I know, but there is a lot of there is a pretty decent amount of speed in this race. I think Ocean Reserve is tactical. I think Castellano is going to put um, him in the correct spot, like he has the past two times. If he gets a hot pace in front of him, I believe um, he only lost by one and a half to Defuski Island, as we already talked about. is a very nice, it was a nice horse, and in this race at Belmont, two, one back, one going away and beat Mariachi, who came back at Saratoga last week for you out there at the pool party in Crestwood um you guys everybody cash in that on that horse but um and coming back to run a 93 next time in an allowance company so i'm going to ride that ocean reserve it's a really nice trip in this spot i think 5 to 1 6 to 1 is a great price for this horse i think ocean reserve is extremely extremely interesting for this spot i'm going 752 patrick's going 524 and charles b my astute viewer, that is what I'm talking about. That's a good pick, my friend. Hopefully, he, he can get a good run in there in this race. Guys, moving on to the last race of the sequence, race number 10. As I switch over everything right now, give me one second. It is the it is the good old ending race that we all love. Maiden claiming 40,000 going five and a half on the turf for Phillies and mares, three-year-olds and up. Fold in New York state. So New York bred main claiming 40,000 turf sprint. What just exactly what we love here. Um, the number two in this race is scratch uh, dream on Kara 15 to one. I don't think it messes with any of our picks as I put up our picks right now. And we, I love this because I looked at this. We are all over the place <laughs> in this spot. The local favorite is the number seven dance with me, babe for Michelle Nevin and Irad Ortiz. Ortiz. Uh, the second choice is three girls at four to one and lakeside getaway at five to one is your third choice. Very, very lukewarm. There's not a whole lot to separate these Phillies in this spot as I'm switching over the PPs right now. You like the number four, three girls for Lascano and George Weaver.
1: Yeah. You know, I think her two-year-old form, uh, you know, measures up with this field. Um, you know, does come from a long layoff, obviously. Uh she's gonna get first time Lasix. Um, you know, and the connections are, you know, they drop her into a a maiden claiming spot. Um I just think that, you know, with this suspect of a field, I try to um take a shot against, you know, any you know, I, I know the horse is four to one, but take a stand on something else. And um I just think if she uh-huh. she improves, she she should be a uh what the hell a, happened a, there, sorry. You're good.
0: Uh, my DRF just switched back to the last race. What the? What just happened there? I'm. i will I'm gonna fix it, guys, real quick. But um, to your point, Patrick, I'd, the four is definitely interesting. I had the horse in my consideration, but there. I'll tell you what. There's a lot of horses that like to go for the lead in this spot, mm-hmm. and there's not a whole lot of horses that like to pass at all in this spot. So I think. Um, you're either going to have to try to pick out the horse that's going to shake loose from everybody or the bomb that's going to come flying at the end that looks nowhere like it does on PPs.
1: That's realistically what this DRF, what is going on right now? You know, and Kyle, just, just to, you know, talk Go about your me. point there um, with speed. You know, not that I'm going against what you said, but I, I do think with a turf sprint, you know, I'd rather have the speed of the speed than oh, yeah. somebody that's coming from distance. Just, you know, just because... In turf sprints, I mean, you know better than me, honestly. That you know, you need to have a you go. need to have a good spot. You you're trying to come from deep on a turf sprint, you're you're asking for a lot.
0: Yeah, oh no, I agree with you. Trust trust me, trust me, Patrick. I own three of them. Trust yeah. me, I know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think three girls is, is going to be the speed of the speed in this spot. i um, coming off of a layoff. Weaver looks to have this. Looks to have her primed up, ready to go. Getting first time late stakes, taking the blinkers off, as you said, just gonna let her run. I think Lascano will have her in a nice spot. Um, I'm very interested in the number four as well. Finish off your picks. You have the number 12, who I like in third, on all the way on the outside. Gotham Gray for Clement and Pratt. I think if this horse was more had a much better post, I think we'd be a little bit more in tune with her.
1: Yeah, it's you know, and own, actually owned by Adelphi, Delphi, which is nice. Um She, uh, you know, she started uh, her career uh, routing before this, and now she's going to turn back to a sprint. You know, I just think um, this, you know, this could be an interesting spot. Her best performance was a sprint race. Um, You know, she's going to definitely attract some money at the windows. I'll tell you that with the connections. So, but I think she fits.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, Adelphi, who's a very good partner of this show, um, both Saratoga today and just the podcast in general. So good luck to them with Gotham. Great. Um, like I said, I think she's better going shorter. I think Kristoff realized that last time out, she beat some nice horses, same horses that she's going to be racing against this. Um, she was from the, a much better post last time than in this spot. Um, but uh, tied up with a, with a very hot pace going 57 to the three quarters. I mean, I'm not to the three quarters, but to, um, to the five eighths, I believe so that's it's a very quick time and only losing by a head being with the leaders the whole time. I think um I think Gotham Gray is extremely interesting in the spot, but I would like her a lot more if she was more to the inside, but the number 5 is your third choice red butterfly for Horacio De Paz and Luis Saez, Another one that looks to be fighting for the lead, but did show that he can that she can rate a little bit last year.
1: Yeah, you know, she uh ran well uh in in return, uh, in a return. So, uh, you know, just missed at seven furlongs, uh, you know, fits in this spot too, as many others do. Um, I just think, you know, she's going to be, uh, you know, going to probably come from a little bit back, to be honest. So we'll, we'll see, but she could be dangerous.
0: Look, I, I know you don't like horses coming from the back end sprints, but if everyone goes out for the lead, especially in a spot like this, there's, they're going, there's horses that are going to get tired. So yeah, you're, right. you're going to want someone to be at least tactical. I think red butterfly is going to be that horse. I think Louie's going to set a nice trip from the five posts. And this is one that's definitely interesting. If she can run back to that 61 in that, uh, I'm going to go over some comments real quick. Howard says, thanks for watching everybody. Uh, this is a, this is a good comment. Howard. Thanks so much. Howard will be in Saratoga going a week earlier, leaving me have to fly alone to Saratoga um, for the Whitney weekend, but he has two horses racing next weekend. So he will be in Saratoga all week. If you are there, please. Yeah. Please send him a DM or add him on Twitter. He would love to meet up with you as would we all, if you're going to be there for Whitney weekend, either me at AP Roscoe K Howard at H Kravitz or any of the guys, we will all be there at Saratoga for Whitney weekend. So please, if you are coming meet up with us, we'd love to meet all of you guys. Um, and then, um, Richard Pansa, thanks so much for joining the show, man. Greatly appreciate it. Glad you're enjoying it. Um, Rich uh, Charles says, Adolphe has 12 in here, allows to play last race. I agree. Like I said, I just don't necessarily like the post for her, but she definitely is interesting. I agree. And Richard Avalar says, please do another Del Mar podcast. Thanks, Kyle, for ambivalence or Atticus twist. Um, we trust me, especially on Wednesday nights, if you're a fan of Del Mar. Wednesday nights will be the show for you because we'll be going over a, what I assume to be a lot of Del Mar judging by um, the fact that Howard is going to go over uh, the flagships is going to go a lot over like the, the bigger weekends. So like um, just to put it to mind, like Whitney, they'll go over that uh, Travers. They'll go over that all the big weekends. And a lot of us, we're going to do a lot of Del Mar. So if you're interested in Del Mar, we will be all doing a lot more and tune in on Wednesday nights to Ben and booze at 9 p.m. Eastern. That will be your Del Mar fix for the week. But um let's see. Uh Vale Place, which one, which horse are you talking about? Um uh for the jockey win percentage, which which horse are you talking about? I'll gladly look at it real quick before you end the show. And Racing Down Wind says, When are you gonna show up at Del Mar? Racing Downwind, you have no idea how much I want to show up at Del Mar right now. Problem is is that I've been recruited to uh I've been recruited to Saratoga and I've been recruited all these different places. I got to get I got to hit something. Once I once I hit something really good, we'll go to Del Mar together racing that win. I would love that's one of the places that I've always wanted to go for sure. Howard smash that like button everybody. Richard Alvarez says have a great day. Out oh, Saias is so gotcha. so for horsey City and Luis Saias in 2023, they're 22% with almost a positive ROI. So and that's coming from, I'm assuming, a lot of Gulfstream uh, early. Because DePaz runs a lot of horses in Florida, but also a lot of horses in New York. So Saez and Horacio are very good together. And I think the number five is definitely interesting. The only other horse I have in there that we didn't talk about for you in the show is the number six, Mo de Morning Grouch, <laughs> which is a very interesting one. Patrick Reynolds takes it up last time. Horse finished three, three back. Just no kick down the lane i think this horse really appreciates going shorter and this is one of those horses that will be in the back and if the pace does melt down which it definitely could the number six is extremely interesting to pick up the pieces in the last race i'm going 7-6-12 patrick's going 4-12-5 guys hopefully everybody enjoyed and got their saratoga fix for today thanks so much to the chat for being very live we had a great time and if you have the saratoga power picks today good luck and if If some reason, which they won't, but if some reason they don't go well, blame that man right there. But I'm just just kidding around with everybody. Thanks so much for joining the show, everybody. And good luck today with all your bets. Crush your bets today at Saratoga, guys. Good luck, everybody. Have a good day.